0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Fantasy Fitnessing Show. Uh, My name is Dave, and with me today, as usual, is Catherine. Hi, guys. So today we are coming in with our From the Rack podcast. Uh, So to go along with the new feature we've launched on fantasyfitnessing.com, which gives a, a quick and easy news feed of all the news related to the sport of CrossFit. So... Covering competition news, athlete training news, any injuries that come up, really just focusing there just on the general CrossFit games feed or field. So it makes it easy for you to follow there versus trying to keep up with everything on social media. So uh, take a look there, fantasyfitnessing.com, click off the rack at the top. So for today's segment, uh, we're just going to run through some some of the latest news over the course of last week uh, and give our takes on it there. So. Before we begin, uh, some exciting news on the podcast. We are the 37th ranked fantasy podcast in the UK. So thank you for listening and getting us into the last heat of fantasy sports podcasts in the UK. So we're moving up there.
1: Thanks, guys.
0: <laughs> so start off, probably the biggest news in the last week or 10 days, or I guess at this point, Catherine uh, David's daughter. Moving from comp train, uh, and going back to Iceland to train with Annie Thorstarter. I take on this.
1: I'm super excited for her for this. Eight years is a long time to maintain like a super consistent, I guess, training regimen. Like through eight years of sport, you naturally probably have different coaches and different things like that that you're interacting with over that length of time in a sport. So I think Change is good, more to learn from other people, different experiences, all of that. And going back to Iceland, I think is huge. She was quite young when she moved to the United States and going back to be around family and friends, that could definitely change like kind of sort of quality of life things that then can reinvigorate training. And yeah, I'm stoked for it. I think it's awesome and I think it gives her more hope to make a bigger impact again in the future.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited for her as well. I guess when you said eight years, yeah, that is a long time. Like, it's hard to come to a a coach-athlete relationship that has lasted that long and maintained a, you know, high level of, or high performance, you know, winning championships. You got, whatever, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady in the NFL, which is the only one that comes to mind across sports that I can think of but I'm sure there there are somewhere but eight years you get comfortable with each other you you can fall into some routines Um, it might have you know developed a relationship that they're not necessarily going to be moving to the both within the same direction so you know I'm excited for Katrin you know watching her at the games this year and even at you know Rogue it's not it's not what we want to see. It's not what we hope to see from a fan perspective, to see her in the middle of the second heat or just coming in as, uh, you know, uh, somebody else filling out the field and we're just so used to her being at the top and competing for a podium spot.
1: Yeah, I just hope she can find her spark again. Like, she's even said it, finding the magic and stuff in the different um, CrossFit Games movies that have been put out. And she does seem a bit flat. Not going to lie, yeah. all the comp train athletes seem a bit flat, but yeah, eight years is a long time. Change is good. Awesome yeah. things come from change. Growth happens through change, all of that stuff. So I'm excited to see the Catron that comes out next year.
0: Yeah. So I guess in our way too early predictions for next year, let's just kind of throw some names around of where we would expect or hope to see Catron finish within the games field. So if you had to choose one, Annie or Katrin? Annie. Annie, yeah. Sorry.
1: She's she's just come back from a lot. There's not many people <laughs> I would put above Annie at the moment.
0: How oh, would you do Laura Horvath or Katrin?
1: Ooh. <clears throat> They're going to be... Uh, I want to say, like, hopeful that I yeah. can pick Katrin above Laura, because I do think Katrin has fewer glaring holes that if she finds her footing again, she could be back. A hundred percent. I'm going to go with Katrin.
0: Katrin? Okay. Then How are you? I would probably go Horvath again. And then I guess our third place finisher at Rogue, Gabrielle Megala or Katrin?
1: Mm, I might go Gabrielle Magala. She's on the upswing.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, both Megala and I guess Horvath, I think we'll take... David's daughter in terms of strength. And yes, we do see a bit heavier, so it would give them the edge there. Uh, And then somebody who's been competing alongside and kind of in that same range as Katrin the last few years, Hayley Adams, or Katrin's David's daughter.
1: I'm going to go Katrin.
0: Katrin? Yeah. All right. I just have really high hopes for her.
1: I miss watching her compete. I hope, like, the sport's kind of moved forward a lot it is heavier it is a lot of those things that I hope she still can compete I'm going to be hopeful for now and then we'll see
0: we'll see what happens we'll see in a few months yeah it's obviously way too early to compare uh there may be one more name to throw out there uh with Mallory O'Brien
1: oh um I'm gonna go with Mal O'Brien I think yeah, <laughs> these are all so tough because it's just Katrin has kind of fallen. I'm not gonna say slip, mm-hmm. just because there's been no real error. She's been through injuries and stuff, but for me, she can still be a contender if she can find her magic, as she says. But and she could take all those girls, but if she continues on the trajectory she's on. Right. Those girls will take her every time.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's really what it's going to be. It sounds like I think we're both in agreement that she's probably a fourth through seventh place type of athlete if going she... into the next year, assuming that she is able to recapture that magic, which I think we're both on board that she will.
1: Well, I mean, like, we want to see all the athletes do great and come back from right. things and adjust and all that. That's what makes sports sport. sport. So, yeah,
0: yeah. hopefully Catherine mm-hmm. will be back in that top 10. Yeah. yeah, and then moving on to a different competition, the German Throwdown Classic is happening this week. Uh, so more of the community event compared to the German Throwdown semifinal that happened back in May. So from a, a big names perspective, um, do you want to run through some of the notable names that we saw this year.
1: Yeah, so the the biggest name that's going is Luka Ducik. Um he's 29th at the games. He was third at the German Throwdown in May. Um he's the only one of the fields that has games experience. Um there are a few like la- um final athletes on the women's side, Manon angese. She got 6th at Lowlands Throwdown, and then she got 5th at the last chance qualifier there, so she's definitely probably on the top end of the women's field. And then Nicole here was 21st at the German Throwdown, and Nordde Bleecker was 29th at Lowlands Throwdown. So for the women's field, we've got three sort of semifinal athletes, On the men's side, Felix Ritter was 20th at the German throwdown. Martin Ruslik was 28th at the German throwdown. And then Moritz Fiebig was 9th at the Lowlands throwdown. So not like a ton of really big names, but it's great to see that there are some semifinal athletes that are getting some more live competition in against people like they were all between German and okay. Lowland throwdown so those are their field moving forward into the next CrossFit game season
0: yeah it, it's nice to see some of these off-season events coming to play to give people more experience so like Dukic he's or in his age 22 season uh Felix Redders he's 24 I guess all the men's field's pretty young with Kruislik at 25 and Fie- Fiebig at 26 so Gives them another opportunity to compete in person, which, again, nobody really has over the past couple of years. So a little bit of experience there is these guys will likely all be competing against each other through the semifinals against this year. Uh, for me, you know, I want to see I'm interested to see how Dujic performs this in this competition. You know, just based off the semifinal results, uh, he was. You know, Fiebig was ninth at Lowlands, but for the most part, he was, you know, fairly heads and shoulders above the other athletes that are competing. So it'll be interesting to see how how his experience of the games translates to here and to see if, you know, what he's able to do, you know, in this live competition.
1: And all the semis, Lowlands and German, were both online. So this is live. Yeah. Which Mm -hmm. is also a change of... (laughs) how people perform. We know athletes that crush online and don't do great in person and vice versa. So yeah, it'll be great to see how this shakes out.
0: Yeah. I guess on the women's side, Anganese, you know, just based off the the paper results, seems to be the favorite going into it. She was also what, 55th in the open uh, this past year. So did have a, a pretty strong season in general. It was 22nd at, uh, European quarterfinals, I guess. Uh, Bleeker, you know, she is only twenty-four, so this is probably. Well, I don't know what she did uh, previously, but you know, first major competition in a couple of years for her, so it'll be interesting to see how she is able to translate that, and you know, at twenty-four does have, you know, kind of some prime years from a competitive landscape going forward. So it's it, interesting to see how she develops at that event. Uh, the German Throwdown, it is being live-streamed on the German uh, the German what is it, Throwdown YouTube channel, um, so you are able to see all the action there. I don't think I have released any events of this as of this on the 10th, so I'm um, not really sure what's in store from a competitive standpoint, but um, it will be interesting to see some CrossFit go down this weekend. And then next up, you know, a couple... Injury updates, or I guess, yeah, injury updates. Uh, so Jamie Simmons uh, shared something where, or shared an image or video of her doing uh, back squats, being able to actually sit in full back rack. And so that'd be the first time she's done that since her shoulder surgery, which I think she had, and it was over the summer, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. she's months out from that for sure. But she's been just used squatting with a safety yeah. bar and stuff. so. It's good to see.
0: Yeah, a big step for, for her. Um, in her Instagram, she's always been mentioning that she does intend on coming back next year. So uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how she shapes up. And then Willie really, George's um, is coming back from, I think, a shoulder and elbow as well. Shared a video of him snatching heavy for the first time. Since his injury, uh, he dropped out of the CrossFit Open this year. So, you know, that is, again, a long road for him, his comeback. So, he's also somebody that's mentioned that they wanted to uh, compete again next year. And what is he? He's only 28. So, um, he does certainly have some, you know, prime years from a competitive landscape coming back. So, um, good to see both of them on the, the journey back to competitive landscape.
1: Yeah, and he just cleaned 375 pounds, 170 kilos today on his Instagram. So, looks looking like he might be back. Looking good. <laughs> yeah. At least on the heavy
0: lifts. Uh, and then, I guess, you know, I'm sure if you are on Instagram following any of the big-name athletes, you've probably seen all of the Wadapalooza invites been sent out um, across the board. So... Uh, again, on the, from the Rack, we've tried to capture as many as we can. Some of the things that I'm, you know, interesting. in, also the big names are going there, but there is some talk about some of the team competition. So they are running teams of three um, same-sex, so three men, three women, going into teams. And there has been some, you know, interesting... I don't know if they are, I guess, tidbits of should we do it or should we not? So... Uh, the Panchik brothers teased um, whether or not they should go individual or you know on a team., uh, I think Scott was the first one I saw, which is interesting, considering he just came off of uh, knee surgery and said he was retiring after the game, so
1: yeah, uh, that that's the one that I was like, is are they? I don't know, but team scores are due tonight, so yeah. I believe what a well, team invites will be happening in the next week or so. So I guess we'll know because the pancheck yeah. one is the one that I'm like, really
0: Scott. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess so I was looking at, so another one of the teams that would be super fun to watch. Um, and I think they did it in 2018 was Adrian Moodweiler, Yonikowski and BKG. And so in Moodwiler's stories, you know, Wadapalooza reached out to him to say, so are you are going to go individual or are you are going to go team? So considering he was an elite invite to begin with, I don't know if Wadapalooza is giving, you know, some of these elite teams the leeway to just, you know, show up and compete similar to the way they did with the individual field.
1: Well, because with that grouping, there's no way that Koski can be doing those qualifier workouts yeah. after his surgery, So, as much as BKG, Koski, and Moodweiler together would be super fun. um, I'm thinking probably not.
0: Yeah. Maybe they can uh, sub in Holberg or somebody else on that group. Uh, Who else is doing that? So, I guess Ben Smith teased that the Smith brothers might be doing it on a Coffee Pods and Wads interview. And uh, the Australian trio, uh, Con Porter, James Newberry, and... Jay Crouch um, are going to put a team talking about putting a team together. So um, that would be super fun to watch. And in terms of an off season schedule, I'm super excited to be able to watch some of that, to mix up the team competition and to see something that we don't normally see.
1: Yeah. it's It will, the like all of those teams we talked about are all on the men's side, that the men's team of three elite team competition could be super fun to watch Who knows who's going for mayhem?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would be fun to see, to see those types of competition, especially in the off season where like people can play around, they can have fun. They don't have to be too serious. I think the prize purse is 25,000 for first compared to a hundred grand for first place on the elite individuals. So in terms of attracting some of these elite teams, they might need to bump up some prize purse there to see it grow in the future. But this is a fun way to to enjoy some competitions in the off season. To you know, to get spice things up a bit, change things up a bit, and keep it fresh from a fan standpoint.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I've never really watched the team side a lot at the other competitions. So, but I'll be watching yeah. this, especially if like Pancheck Smith and the Aussie uh-huh. crew. That'd be great.
0: Yeah, those just it'd be entertaining to watch. Just with the people are there. Yeah. Regardless how they finish, you know. It, yeah, this was probably the last team competition that I was invested in was the 2020 Wadapalooza with, you know, the Froning Mayhem one with Scott Panchik, but there's also I think the Butchers Block team with Briggs and Emma McQuaid. I don't know who is on the men's side of that, but it was it was one of the first team competitions that wasn't Mayhem start to finish. So it, to bring, to bring more opportunities like that would be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, because was, that was
0: the year there was more elite field-going team, which was fun. Yeah. So that is kind of the the from-the-rack items we wanted to cover this week. So um, thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back with the, some more news on a weekly basis with this type of segment. Uh, from a fantasy CrossFit standpoint, the next game we will be running will now be the Dubai CrossFit Championship, which is the 17th and 18th of December, which should be a fun one to watch there. Uh, So with that, thanks for listening. Um, If you could subscribe, um, catch the future episodes automatically and tell your friends if you are enjoying it, Um, certainly would help us out a lot. So appreciate your listening uh, and have a great rest of your day.
1: Take care.